Welcome to the 6 Minute Abs podcast. My name is Abby, aka 6 Minute Abs, and I will be your host along this fitness and wellness journey. Join me as I share the ups and downs of my personal wellness ride and shed light on some exciting, adventurous, and at times outrageous health topics. The show does not intend to offer any medical advice. I only aim to provide entertainment and to inform. You should always consult a registered doctor before beginning any treatment or on any topic that concerns your physical and mental health and well-being. Furthermore, you will not achieve a full set of abs in six minutes. Believe me, I've tried. What's up, everybody? It's me, Six Minute Abs again. And this week, I am so, I can't even express to you how excited I am for my guest this week. This guy is like so cool. He's so freaking cool. He's probably the coolest person that I know. And he's always been this cool because I knew him at school, guys. Yeah. And he stayed as cool as he is. <laughs> but nonetheless, today I've got the one, the only, Maps Mapunyane. Woo! Say hi to everybody. <laughs> hey, Abby. What's up? Yes. Yeah, so how are you doing? How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know what? It, it, it's great to be able to say I'm good, I'm good, I'm good three times considering just how hectic things have been for for everyone this year. So to come out the other side feeling pretty positive is a great plus for me right now. Yeah, dude, that's like a, a great plus for you. How about you? How are you doing? No, I'm really good, Sejo. So yeah, life's looking good. Yay. Okay. So guys, I just, I wanted to get Maps on this podcast so desperately because he's just, you're just such a freaking positive human being and that's what it's all about you know spreading positivity spreading good vibes and all of that so for anybody who may have been living under a rock recently could you please just tell us exactly what you do so i um i work across the arts media um fashion and kind of television as well as food industries um i'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur but started my um, started my work and everything in um, in media essentially. So I started off doing TV presenting, acting, um, script writing, modeling, that kind of um, line of work. And slowly things have built up over time for me and managed to expand into different spaces. I am now very much a fully fledged entrepreneur. I've got a app development company as well as a um, another tech startup in artificial intelligence and machine learning. And I also have a few restaurants called Buns Out. And, um, and we, we are, we just make incredible burgers, really. Um, we, there's two of us. Um, so myself and my business partner who I went to school with from the age of six. So we've been close for a long time and his name is Thomas Savage. And, uh, we wanted to stop this for a while and we finally got going at the end of last year. We opened our second one. So we, we have our first one in Linden and we opened our second one during lockdown um, in Rosebank. And we are, you're hearing this for the first time on your podcast. Woo! We are opening our third one in Norwood at the end of this week. Oh my goodness, that's so exciting. So guys, when this comes out next week, Tuesday, you'll be able to go to Norwood to the brand new Buns Out. 
I'm so excited. Exactly. In fact, next week, Tuesday, is when I'll kind of officially speak about it. We're just going through testing phases where we've opened the doors now, just trying to get everything sharp and ready. And then we'll officially open once everything's in place, um, once everything's complete, probably around next uh, next week, Tuesday. So today, guys, we've opened the new Banzada Nowhere today. <laughs> get through, get through, go now, go, go, go. <laughs> But dude, yeah. that's so cool. I had no freaking idea that you were doing buns out with, with Tom Savage. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's great to be able to to run a proper business with with a friend. Yeah, no, that is good. But, you know, some people would argue that that's terrifying because should things go south, the friendship's like, oh. <laughs> no, like literally, literally, literally. Um, always a bit of a, a fear in that regard, but always, yeah. um, so far so good. Yeah, but Tom's awesome though, so that's that's cool. Yeah, Tom, Tom's fantastic, absolutely, yeah. But okay, so talking about all of your many traits, I was actually looking at what you do on Wikipedia because I can do that now because you know, you you. <laughs> <laughs> and in the description of all of the things that you are involved in, um, whoever put up your profile on Wikipedia, they said uh, professional MCM. And I was like, this must have been a woman. You know, no one else would say professional man crush Monday. I'm just putting it out Who there. Who the <laughs> hell put that on there? <laughs> I don't think it's professional MCM, like man crush Monday. Oh I think it's gosh. professional MCM something else. But <laughs> is, that, is that actually on Wikipedia? Yes, it's legitimately on there. It was a joke that was put up a while ago um, by some random person on Wikipedia because you know it has public <laughs> yes, um, access. access. So that they they do mean MCM. They do mean oh, exactly what you think it means. So okay. so I get I get I, I get a lot of trolls sometimes on, on on Wikipedia who like to have fun. Ever since someone put up that I was um, originally born in. Um, and Colombo, Sri Lanka, what? and people like cracked, and, and and people like cracked up at that as just being the most random thing someone can just pop onto your Wikipedia. Other people have had a go themselves and just um, yeah, just put random information on. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Sorry about that, but you know it's a perfect segue into my next question, which is you know in 2013 you were voted the sexiest man in South Africa. And now in the same right, you were voted GQ's best dressed man in 2011. So does that kind of put a pressure on you to keep living up to those titles? You know, can you go out of your house looking like a schlumperdinker like I do? Or do you always have to be on fleek? <laughs> do you know what? I think for me, it's all about not putting yourself under pressure to change who you are already, who you already were and who who you've always been. So it's like you've gotten a stamp of approval for that, right? You've gotten a stamp of yeah. approval for for having been the person you always were, why would you put yourself under pressure and try and change that? I think that's when you start to um, start to put yourself at risk of of veering away even more. And I think for me, um, it's getting. I've, I've been so fortunate to have gotten a thumbs up in you know different spaces but if we speak about these two specifically um having just <laughs> been myself and not kind of trying and and i think really 
feeling like you can get that stamp of approval from just really being yourself is um, is something that makes life just so much easier. And yeah. I, um, I think people end up slipping up when they take it too seriously and they put themselves under pressure to be a certain way that they forget that they were already given that love um, or affirmation just for being themselves. And I think that that for me is more than enough. Okay, no, that's awesome. Guys, I'm so sorry. For anyone who can hear, Hero and Jingo are making their, you know, little debut always in my show. But nonetheless, yeah, that's pretty cool, Sejo. So um, we did chat about a little bit, a little bit about uh, the Buns Out Burger Shop. So my question is, how does someone who looks like you own a burger shop? <laughs> um, I love burgers. Like I genuinely love, love burgers. I love food. I'm food obsessed. Always wanted to own a restaurant. Um, and how do you, like, where do you even start? Wherever I go, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm always eating. Like I'm always, always eating. Whenever I travel, I always try and find like the best burgers in town or, um, you know, the best kind of easy, simple food spots. And burgers here for me tend to always be um, given a bad rap because the standard isn't isn't great at all. It's always just like fast yeah. food burgers, bad um, ingredients that aren't good for you in it or low quality that makes it not good for you. But a burger, if you think about it, is one of the most nutritionally balanced takeaway meals you can get. But people... Or, or a lot of places that make burgers, especially, of course, the fast food joints, never put too much care into the quality of the ingredients. And I think yeah. that's what I really wanted to do um, with Buns Out, is to have high-quality meat, high-quality um, uh, high quality ingredients all across the board. I say meat, but we've also got lots of vegan options and chicken as well. Um, and we have incredibly um, fresh uh what what would i say fresh buns that are baked in the morning for our afternoon trade in the afternoon for our evening trade so really really seriously taken into consideration of the quality of the ingredients uh produce is locally sourced and it's always kind of picked on the day or just the day before um and it's and it's food that we can be proud of you know it's just burgers it's the kind of burger that we can be proud of in terms of trying to get the best quality that we can get for our customers yeah. and i think that for me is is quite is quite um vital in in having a great burgers having great ingredients and that really is just what it's all about so it doesn't have to be unhealthy you know i yeah i have quite a few burgers a week and i somehow managed to uh maintain but i say somehow but i really know it's because of uh the quality and the moderation in which i have them i have them a little bit more than i should but i i always make sure that you know with with our ingredients and quality being as high as it is and as nutritious as it can be a, a burger doesn't have to be a bad thing at all and and i think that's what we managed to balance quite well okay yeah, that's something that's, you know, I've never, ever heard a burger being described as a well-balanced meal. But, you know, when you think about it, it, it can be. It can be the good carbs, the yeah. good proteins, the good veggies, you know. It's all the junk that we add that 100%. give it a bad name. A hundred percent. Like, it's all the added, like, heavy 
heavy source of this and and, yeah. and, and that but then also um you also don't always have to have the bun you know a burger without a bun is actually a very well balanced meal if you think about it yeah um you've got your protein you've got your veggies um and anything else that you add is usually complementary to it um yes. and if you are looking for carbs because it's not I, I don't think it's good to i'm obviously not a nutritionist but i think it's good to cancel out your carbs completely um if you can get in high quality um, carbs as well, then it's then it can only add. Yes, no, definitely. But okay, so leading into the next question, when you said you eat like two to three burgers a week, I was just shaking my head. I was like, "Damn you, damn you, Masejo, to hell and gone." <laughs> I look at a burger funny, and it goes to my ass. Like that's the story of my life. But none that's, the way- that's just a burger going after what it wants. Uh, yes, that's so true. <laughs> but nonetheless so we've we've thoroughly sussed out through this podcast so long um that you're a very fit and good looking man so could you tell me a little bit more about your workout routine so how do you find time for that because i know you you're like a super busy person and you you always traveling you're always on the go so how do you find time for your fitness health and your physical health while you on the go so to be honest i don't think i'm very good uh, with that, I, I should be a lot better. However, in, in saying that, I, I, I definitely don't want to give my—I should give myself a whole lot more credit. In saying that, I—I'm um, outdoors quite a bit. I'm very hectic and busy, but I try and make time to get outdoors. I will try and wake up super early to maybe um, fit in a run, maybe slip in a round of golf with some friends or, or, or family just to quickly bond over a quick nine holes or 18 holes if we can get off early enough. And when I say early enough, when I'm on the golf course, um, I'll try to get in round at around um, quarter to six in the morning, especially during the summer or 6 a.m. Oh and then my. I'm done by around, you know, 9.30 or latest 10 a.m. You still have the full day ahead of you. But it's also very rare that I can get that in. But, you know, I try and get everything out the way in the morning. But I just try and I, I live quite a busy and fast lifestyle that I think aids itself to it where I find myself kind of running from one place to the next I do small things where I make sure that if I can I take the stairs instead of um, taking the elevator Um, in in, in small periods when I get a little moment I'll try and find ways of of doing some form of exercise while um, while I'm sitting kind of stationary anywhere i'll find all the different ways but if i if i really have enough time and balance over my schedule then i try get in some some gym time i'll do a lot of body weight exercises things i can do at home um and that for me has been a um a, a, a big help you know it doesn't always have to be weights and everything i do a lot of body weight exercise yeah. just on my mats at home i've got a skipping rope i've got a medicine ball and i try be as as what would I say resourceful as possible with the things that are around me and then I'll try to do that if I get the time around you know if I have a good week three three times a week and that's when things start to really happen but I it's very very rare that I get that time I have to be working towards a certain mission that has to be part of my work um, that include that ends up getting included into my schedule as a result because I'm working towards a certain thing for a certain goal for work. Otherwise, I'm not as committed as I should be 
And it's really just the fact that I live an active lifestyle. I try to make sure that I don't, I don't take the piss when I eat. I try to eat quite well. And that's where I find my, where I find my balance. When I'm working hard towards something, I am really intense and can be quite extreme when I'm exercising. But otherwise, I just try to find balance in what I'm eating and ensure that I stay active in all that I do. And I, you know, as much as I've got things like a sweet tooth and I love the odd snack here and there, it doesn't always have to be unhealthy. I find good alternatives. Um, you know, things like Sugarline, for example, if you want sweets, it's a great brand called Sugarline where you can get sweets, uh, but with, uh, sorry, but they're sugar-free and gluten-free, uh, okay. which makes it a whole lot easier then to be able to, to manage that, that craving uh, vice of just loving sugar or that craving it uh, definitely subsides it in a big way so you find ways and i think for me i just find the balance of of putting of putting um i'm rambling now sorry but of, 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 putting, Go. Of, of, of putting things in a balanced way in my in, into my lifestyle that makes sense okay all right yeah no, that does make sense um but okay, now I need you to level with me. So in school, I think it was in school you told me this. But anyways, either in school or in varsity, you told me that you don't go to gym. And people, Mups looked the same in school. He looked like an absolute machine in school as he does now. And you said you don't go to gym. And I was like, that's fracking impossible, Masejo. How is that possible? Do you finally go to gym? Are you tired of looking like a frump when heading off to the gym? Are you stopping traffic with your outfit on your morning jog for all the wrong reasons? If you, like me, are tired of recycling your old promo t-shirts as gym wear, you need to take a look at Athleisure HQ range. These guys stock everything your gym bunny heart could want or desire. From fantastic leggings which literally feel like a second skin and trust me, they really, really do. To amazing gym wear for him, you can find it all here. For all you South Africans out there, isn't it great to know that these products are locally manufactured in Cape Town? But if you're an overseas listener, don't stress, they can organize international shipping just for you. All the designs at Athleisure HQ are nature inspired, leaving you feeling absolutely zen in your gear. I just picked up the Blossom Cropsy set and my gosh is it stunning. None of the garments have exposed elastic which would leave your skin feeling irritated. In the same right, you won't have to worry about any irritating labels. All the usual label info is incorporated in the fabric. Furthermore, you can wash, wear, and live in your garments without ever having to worry about them. You don't have to worry about them fading, and you don't have to worry about them becoming washed out and dull. Go on, spoil yourself with these amazing products and get 10% off while doing so. Yep. You heard right. I managed to rustle up a code for all of my listeners to help you get the gear that's perfect for you. When you check out, use my code ABBY-A9F5KQ6G. That's ABBY-A9F5KQ6G. Once that's in, you're basically all set. So now go on, get Go! Go spoil yourself and look amazing in the process. So I've always played sports um, my whole life. I went to gym for the first time in 2018 because there was a certain level I had to get to for uh, a role I was playing um, for a film. 
but um, yeah, I'm still not a big gym goer, but I'm but I'm I, I'm finally seeing the inside of a gym every every month or so. <laughs> nice every month. <laughs> I love that. So we discussed the travel thing and your busy lifestyle a little bit. So does that have any other kind of effect on your life? Like, does it affect your relationships, Absolutely. your family time? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's one of the sacrifices and trade-offs that you make. Um, the last couple of years have been really, really intense for me. Thankfully, I mean, this year has been one of the positives for me is that it's kept me, it's kept me, um, locked down really and kept me <laughs> stuck in one place for long enough yeah exactly so i was saying definitely because in the last uh, two years uh, well 2017 18 and 19 i had over 150 flights that's mental at least you got miles <laughs> yes at least i got miles but i was never at home longer than three days consecutively I'm and so weird. as much as you say I got miles and people think it's all, you know, um, glamorous sort of yeah. lifestyle to be able to, you know, always be traveling and it's all glamorous and everything. Um, it's quite an ironic thing because when we're in school, I think we can all kind of agree that we all kind of dream of that job where you can get paid to travel. And I'm really lucky I get to do that. However, when all you're doing is traveling, it is extremely strenuous on on your body, on your um, patterns as a whole, your lifestyle patterns, your family, your friends, um, and getting any kind of stability gets quite difficult. And you just learn to figure out how you, how you manage that. But it um, definitely has had its strain. I can't, it's very difficult for me to ever make plans in advance. Yeah. Um, I always just, m my friends and family know now that they'll pencil me in for something, but they'll never, pen me in for something yeah. um it's uh things happen at the last moment last minute day before whatever it might be and it's really frustrating on a lot of my relationships and a lot of cases my friends have stopped inviting me to things because they just kind of already presume that i won't come you know yeah. i won't be able to come anywhere so i think that's what's been amazing this year i've been able to uh focus on those relationships a whole lot more build them, make them a whole lot stronger. I've made a lot more time for um, friends, family, the things that I love uh, and just being home and enjoying my space a whole lot more. I renovated my place about two years ago and having finally being able to experience it now has been amazing too. So yeah, yeah definitely, definitely been, been super, um, been super challenging over the years but now extremely positive um with having been able to um get more time at home this year and more time for the things that i love and the people that i love and whatever makes me happy and it's made me really think about what matters and make me really think about really getting to a point where i have real control and demand over my own time that I can say no a whole lot more to things that are around travel and um, can work smarter in a different way, especially being virtual now. I don't have to go everywhere um, to every corner. And yeah. I, I can definitely make it work for, for me and my relationships a whole lot better. Okay. No, that's awesome, Sejo. I'm really happy. 
that that gave you that this year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So um, on another kind of uh, deeper note, recently the world has kind of undergone a really, really shocking realization about the Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, just how truly dire the situation actually is, both in the U.S. and on a global scale. So in South Africa, as a lot of people know, you know, we've had a really, really jaded history in this field. We haven't really had the best exemplary record, you know. So what would you suggest to people to help the actual cause? So what can people do to get involved and actually contribute more to uh, the Black Lives Matter movement than just posting, you know, a blackout picture on Instagram or whatever? The best way you can possibly contribute or do anything more is firstly, be willing to listen educate yourself a whole lot more ask really the, the the people that you're involved in business with the people that you interact with ask whatever you know ask about how they're feeling ask about how they are affected find out for sure uh, that you know what the kind of aggressions are that are felt and it's always in kind of it comes in the form of the microaggressions and and how they yeah. feel perhaps maybe mistreated or disenfranchised or whatever it might be places with uh, sorry in, in in kind of spaces and things where you wouldn't even think that there's an effect um because you're just going about your life with blinkers on and not really understanding fully the plight of um being a black person within certain um fields and industries and as a result really just in general in society um especially in um, you know, certain industries that may be predominantly uh, white and male, uh, what it's like to, what that experience is like for, for black people, but also for, for women as a whole. And then to with the, the kind of double whammy being black and female. Yeah. Um, ask those questions, yeah. listen, and then start to make those changes. Try to start to make actual changes, seeing how you can help improve, um, improve by starting with yourself. Um, improve the conditions and be involved in those conversations where you now know better. So you won't let them continue where um, certain things are being said or slurs are being made. And actually then you are, once you can truly kind of believe and understand um, you're, you're effectively then end up being an ally by just adding, by, by just um, sharing and reposting and everything, you're not doing, anything about your own behavior you're just saving face and um you know showing that you um are perceived to care you're just being a performative um ally essentially yeah and until you start to actually do things actioning is what's what's important and realizing what needs to be changed what needs to be done what should be better how how things um, are a lot of the time stacked up against uh, black people and people of color as a whole and how there's a great mistreatment when you start to see what can be changed and what you can do and when you start doing those things then you'll start to really realize what the big um, inverted commas issue is um, yeah. and you'll quickly realize even before you get to that point um, just how much injustice there is and how and how and how many challenges on a daily basis um, black people and, and people of color go through kind of worldwide 
um, and where and, and where black people are coming from. So mm. I'd say those are the kind of things to 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 be able to think about and take away from. Um, you know, we understand the whole that whole argument of, of course, um, all lives mattering. That's that's not that's not the question. You know, the the yeah. the, the point the point is that in order for one life to matter, another one must. What's very obvious in society is that um, white people's lives matter because white people live kind of um, to a great extent prejudice-free and judgment-free as well as disenfranchisement free to a large extent okay you know? yeah um, a lot of things are, are are stacked leaning towards how how it can be a lot easier as a white person so you won't realize certain things no matter what you're going through you know because it's not to negate that you have your challenges it's not to negate that everyone has their struggles um that we all need to work hard it's really to just show in many different ways that if you're black, then nine times out of ten, you are working a lot harder. You have far greater challenges, and you have a lot more stacked up against you. And therefore, um, a lot of the time, you're on your own. Whereas society helps um, helps the white person, it's a lot more difficult for um, for a black person. And I yeah. hope that all of that is clear and makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it definitely is. And it's actually, it's quite scary that we find ourselves in this position in 2020, you know, like. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's actually quite deplorable. But, um, and it's, really the, just about finding an, it's really just about finding an equilibrium where we can all actually yes. um, live a fair and um, equal kind of life. Yes, exactly. But but so, that is that is miles away. That's something that is decades away. Yeah, and that's the scary thing. It is. It truly is decades away. It's not a right now situation thing, which is so sad. Hundred percent. Yeah. The change starts with us, Sechel. We've got to lead the way. So, um, do you have any other awesome plans coming up in the near future? So we heard about the launch of the Norwood Buns Out. Um, but is there anything else we can look forward to from you? Um, yeah, I've got my first movie coming out um, that I've produced. My what? first um, uh, movie I've produced coming out at the start of next year. It's probably going to be on Netflix. Um, so cool. So really, really looking forward to that. It's going to be called Courting Anati. And it is a, um, a law romantic comedy um, that is shot fully in Johannesburg. So really, really looking forward to that. Um, and, and, um, yeah, I obviously will look at a few more buns out. Also looking at, um, starting my own, um, kind of, uh, jewelry line as well as eyewear, um, in the long run too. And, um, yeah, uh, but businesses in the tech space are picking up nicely. So, I'm also going to be growing on that a whole lot more. So... I think for now, that's what you're going to say. More work with the brands that I'm currently with. And there'll be a couple of new collaborations I'm looking forward to. But cool. other than that, that's about it. Oh, that's so right. No, but seriously, you must seriously start an eyewear range because I feel like that's your kind of your thing. 
You know, everyone knows you with your glasses. You know, no, absolutely. I think for me, that definitely is a no-brainer. I think if I had to see you with contacts, I'd be like, who is this person? I don't think, I don't think you have actually ever probably seen me without my glasses. And for me, that just makes sense to go into eyewear. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. All right. So now this little section that I'm going to do with you, it wasn't in the questions that I sent you. So da 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 is really fun. And it's just a speed round. So don't think, Masejo, just answer, answer, answer. Okay. Okay. Okay, summer or winter? Um, winter. Cats or dogs? Uh, dogs. Tea or coffee? Tea. Beach or mountains? Uh, mountains. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Sweets or savory? Sweets. Sports or gym? Sports. Okay, you kind of lost me with the tea thing because I'm a super coffee person. <laughs> You're a big coffee person. No, I'm a big tea person. Oh my word, I need to be a big tea person. I need a lot less caffeine in my life, but... <laughs> yeah, I think As... this is so much easier to manage and I can get the... I can get a little bit of caffeine from my tea as well. People forget that there's That's caffeine so in true. some teas, but yes. I'm just not a big, I'm just not a big caffeine person. But um, yeah, I I'll find my caffeine in like green tea, but otherwise I just love a good rooibos, um, or a green tea or any other types of other teas, you know. But um, okay. coffee for me, I I hate the idea of growing of growing a dependency on a certain substance. And I think coffee lends itself to that. And I just know too many people who need coffee to cope. Yeah, um, coffee addiction. And I, never, and I never ever want to be at that, um, at that point. Nice, nice. Yeah. Good solid morals there. Don't drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 drink it, drink it, but in moderation. That's, that's not bad for you at all. All life in moderation, right? <laughs> But, okay, cool. So, um, if people want to find you, how can they do so? So, give me all the handles. So, they can find me on social media on um, Instagram at mmaponyani. That's M-M-A-P-O-N-Y-A-N-E. But if you type in mapsmaponyani, it will come up. Um, On on Twitter, at mapsmaponyani. And on Facebook, um, mapsmaponyani as well. So, yeah, you can find me on all those pages. Otherwise... You can find me in Linden, Rosebank, or Norwood at any of my Banzat restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys, go to Norwood next week or this week, today, today, today. <laughs> yeah, but, today, today, like right now. This- like right now. Like, what are you doing? Stop listening. Go there now. <laughs> but yeah, guys, as always, you can find me on Instagram, which is six underscore minute underscore abs. You can hit me up on Twitter, which is six minute abs. You can send me a Gmail if you want to talk to me too. And that's sixminuteabs at gmail.com. Or you can check out the blog, which is sixminuteabs.com. But Seho, thank you so six much for abs. doing this. Yeah, Six Minute Abs. Six minute abs, I love that. You should turn that. You should definitely like keep doing that with, uh, as a brand. In fact, I'm doing I think, it. I think, my, I, I think on my dating CV, I should put two minute months. Thanks, my friend. You're awesome. Bye. <laughs> awesome. Bye bye.